when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy We're back. Back to even. Thank you for checking out the podcast. It is Monday, December 18th, 2023. That's right. A mere seven days away from Christmas. One week to finalize your Christmas shopping, folks. Uh, and if that comes as a bit of a surprise to you, uh, best of luck, man. Uh, good luck at your house and <laughs> all that is in store. Uh, we got a great sto- show in store for you today. Little NFL news. We're going to solve college football and all the transferring and NIL and all that stuff. We are absolutely solving it. A boycott has ended. Somebody has a new state flag. And we got weird stories of people shoving stuff up their butts. A Christmas tradition like no other. Uh, without further ado, let's get the show on the road. You know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined as always by the one and only. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 What's cracking, Benito? How you doing, brother? Cheers. What up, Jeffrey? Living, living, my man. Uh, I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing well as well. That's good. I am. I eagerly await the one time I ask you how you're doing and you don't tell me you're living. It's, it's going to be a wild day. I'm going to be like, holy shit. <laughs> you well, didn't make I it. Did, uh, I didn't realize I said that every time. <laughs> No, it's not every time. It's it's a bit more recent. I'm gonna be like, oh no, he's not living. What are we? Gonna, what's happening? Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I think uh, very uh, white person thing to say. Living the dream, you know. Um, oh. Means you're not most people. And then <laughs> and then you get the asshole who follows it up with, was it a good dream or a nightmare? Yeah, and then so and then everybody will be like, somebody's dream. <laughs> Yeah, and then I you're like, know. I would like to introduce you to the back of my hand. Yeah. Please never make that joke. A, you ever ate a knuckle sandwich before? Yeah. You want to try today? Don't make that joke again. Please, ever, folks. It's the worst. Terrible. It's terrible. It's literally, right, it is It is the, you're like, how you doing, living the dream? It's just people saying pleasantries, trying to get out of something they don't want to yeah. be in. So mm-hmm. don't make it worse. Yeah. Don't keep it going, man. No, no, God, no. Unless you got a specific question, like what you do this weekend. All right. Well then yeah, have a conversation. But if you're just going to like pass bullshit pleasantries in the hall and we're not good buddies. Yeah. Let's not make a weird dad joke out of it. You know, that's right. That's right. Mm. That beer tastes good. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, A little head cold coming in. Don't love that. Oh, Uh, no. Yeah. Graham's showing up today as we're listening. So, got to get over that. Yeah. Shout out, Graham's. I just all of a sudden had a big sneeze, dude. And then all of a sudden it was just like it was on. Oof. Head. So, I'll be all right. I'll pop some more vitamin C. I'll be good. I'll sleep good. You know, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Take that horse trank. Yeah. Uh, What's that called? Ivermectin? Yeah. So what the kids are doing again? Yeah. Horse so, Viagra. Yeah. You got it. That's fair. Yeah. Hell it. yeah. Get Let's some, go. Get you some Let's of go. that. You're cleaned up. No time. No time at all. Oh. How long is, uh, shout out Grams. How long yeah. is she in town for? Uh, 19 days, 20 days. Whoa. Yeah. 
what's she going to do? Hang out. Uh, you know, get not be in the snow. We have. So, <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. We're back on weather. Uh, we yeah. have not had snow. I was going to bring this up. I'm getting a little salty. All right. I don't know. How, I don't know how you felt when you lived here. Uh, but it's always a little weird when it's Christmas and, and there's, there's not a white layer, man. Yeah. I don't like it. No, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, it's weird at Christmas. I I don't know. I've grown fond of Christmas in the desert, though, where it's like a nice little, you know, temp. Today was crazy. It was almost 80 degrees. Uh, we kind of ran around all day. Felt very springy. Nice. But then lights, you know, nice Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, dude, I don't know. She's, uh, we don't have a lot planned, but I think it just worked out the way, you know, where the holidays fell. So, right on. She'll be here tomorrow, leave the fifth. So, 17, 18 days, whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. So, she, so like, she's just kind of run around during the day while you're at work or just no, hang out with yeah, she just hang out, hang out, read, sit on the patio, enjoy the warm weather, then we'll get home. I mean, that's a nice thing, too, is like, I mean, Tom will be off the day after Christmas, the day after New Year's, so mm-hmm. they'll have time. And then, um, I mean, realistically, you know, home by 3 o'clock at sure. the latest every day working on stuff. So she just chills. Good. Right on. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you're going to drink some beer. She's a... Yeah. She's a beer drinker. I hear. Beer snob. Yeah. Beer she is. snob. Yeah. Yeah. She oh. is. Oh, uh, you gonna introduce her to some juice force? Uh, I might have to. Last year she was on. She likes Sam Adams is probably her go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year she was big on Dogfish Head ninety-minute IPAs. So that was the first thing we we stopped before we got to the house and stopped to get some beer, and that's what she wanted. So. Like okay, whatever. God bless her. Yeah. What a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So, pretty crazy. Um, she used to just drink like McGoldens like everybody else, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. She just decided she was going to try them all, and she somehow like Sam Adams. I don't know. It's crazy. Crazy. Mad respect. respect. Yeah, she don't like like light beer anymore. She makes fun of us for drinking bush light and shit that's, that's why cool. i call her beer snob hey i don't drink shame clearly right. somebody does yeah graham oof oof boys tough, tough look tough. for us yep tough look for us so here's bush light cheers yeah cheers hey cheers <clears throat> how was uh how was your weekend man i know you're coming down with a little something but uh do anything exciting um you know visit the boys friday night Boom. um Sat yesterday, you know, watched classic Vikings game. Uh, that was sweet. Also, did you see that video of Jake Browning yet? I did see that video of Jake Browning. Wow. What a guy. I mean, I don't blame him, but, yeah, the Vikes had him on the practice squad forever. Yeah, it probably does feel pretty good. I mean, proving people wrong feels good. Yeah. I, like, I, live, I live to do that as well. Uh, finding the NFL film scammer and screaming, you should have never fucking cut me right in their face. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. He walked it back a little in the presser. 
you know, I didn't see that. Yeah. He, you know, he, he talked about how it was just a really shitty feeling. He kind of, he felt like he got fucked over, um, at the end, like they said, you know, we're not sure what's going to happen, you know, stay home, you know, we're, we're going to figure this out. And then they never called him. Yeah. Like his agent ended up calling him, basically telling him he got cut and he, he straight up like shit on the past organization and he's like like the guys that are there now they're great it sounds like you know super awesome culture and it's nothing against any of them you know as the previous and blah 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 right yeah just kind of clowning on them which look uh, i think it's fair to say that that organization has a pretty shitty track record of uh recognizing (laughs) quarterback talent so you know and I can't say I wouldn't have done the same if I was in his shoes, you know? No, like, fuck you, no. man. I would have. Yeah. Mm, like I it just sucks to be on the receiving end of it, you know, after I mean, what yeah, felt like a, a game in the bag. Uh, can't turn the ball over in the red zone, though. That's uh, You cannot. Throw picks. It was probably the worst interception I've ever seen in my life. Comical interception. Right. Like, just the most what-the-fuck-just-happened interception I, I've ever seen. I see those plays and I'm like, why are you in the NFL? Like that is like, that's youth league, like high school. I mean, high school, like yes. I, I get on my QB's ass if he did something like that. Like, come on, we're going down. Just protect the football at all. Like that's number one rule. Right. Playing quarterback, protect the football. Mm-hmm. That was not a very protect the football fucking move. No. Now, all. if we got like smacked and you know would have went, you know, whatever, that would have been a different story. But man, dude, I was like, "What is Nick Mullins doing?" And then <laughs> shout out his kid uh, getting screen time in the middle of the game. That was wild. Kid was locked in on the iPad. So <laughs> understandable. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Like- doesn't and, quite grasp what his dad's doing. <laughs> no, but it's just funny. They kept showing the fat Bengals fan in the Jamar Chase jersey in front of him, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you see that? Like, his wife and kid were sitting there, and then it was just this fat Ohio guy and his toothless wonder of a girlfriend, and she's all rubbing on him. I'm like, dude, this guy's getting more screen time today <laughs> than anybody ever should. Hope that was his uh, girlfriend and not the side piece. Boy, that'd be wild, huh? Yeah. The game with my buddies. <laughs> happened to sit in front of Nick Mullen's wife. Whoops. Uh, that would have been insane. Yeah, big but whoops. It's, uh, no, it's, it is what it is. Backups, dude. It's, it's tough living. Ty Chandler looked good. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on, I mean, nobody can tell me that Justin Jefferson isn't the best because he made Nick Mullins look pretty good for a while there. Some of those balls were thrown terribly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's but, a- um, I think I'm just kind of ready to see Jaron Hall, I guess. Same. Like, at this point, I mean, why not? You know, like, I know that if we win the next three, we technically win the division. Uh, if if the Lions lose out, we win out. Um, so, division champs. Crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I I get it. I'm a shitty fan for thinking like this. But I just – and I've, I've said my piece. The NFL, like most of the teams are a coin toss team. And – The league is a coin toss league this year. 
yeah, but you've always got three or four up at the top and three or four down at the bottom that for sure. You know, you feel seventy five percent confident they're going to win. They're still going to lay eggs, right? San Francisco still lost three straight, right? It's yeah. it fucking happens, right? Did, Dallas got no the world. shit kicked out of them today. But I don't trust them. You know, whatever. And the vast majority of the league is it's a coin toss. And some years, I don't know why it's like this, man. Some years you're just fucking snake bit. I said this like six weeks ago before they won oh. five straight. Straight. This is a snake bit team, like. If it can go bad, it's going to happen to him this year. It has, right? We're on our fifth fucking quarterback, essentially. And, I, I, yes, they could get in. Anything could happen. There's always that potential. I just don't see it as very likely. So I kind of go into, let's see what the future, like, brings. And we've got a guy that we drafted. Let's see if he's worth a shit. Who cares? I mean, if you win... I, he can't be that much worse than Nick Mullins, right? And he adds legs. He's got good yeah, legs. He adds a leg component to it. He know he should know the offense. He's been in it all year. We've saw two drives from him. Yeah, right. He so he was scrambled eggs. You know, let's let's see what ha- let's see what he's got. You know, and and roll the dice, right? Who no, knows? 100%. Maybe he catches fucking fire. Right. And then you're really like, yeah, let's see what happens in the playoffs. Like, great. But I just, I don't think uh, Nick Mullen's second start is going to be, you know, Joe Montana esque. Right. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the nice thing is, I I think the line, I mean, everybody is, but Lions are frauds too. I mean, I know they beat the hell out of the Broncos at home, but then they, I mean, they, I just don't. Everybody was crowning them, and they really haven't done nothing. Then they had yeah. a good week last week, you know. So yeah, I don't trust them either. So I'm just excited. I mean, it it's no matter what, it's fun to be watching meaningful football in December. That is nice. That is so, nice. Um, but I would I, that. I would like to see what this Hall kid has. You know, if yeah. he has any potential, great. You know, if he doesn't, okay, you know he's a backup. Right. Right, and you still have to figure out the future, right? And I think we all agree, you know, get Cousins back for two years and and find the next thing. And so is it going to be that Hall kid? I would, I would doubt it, even if he's good, because by the time he's going to fucking see the field, he'll be fucking 30. Right. <laughs> so he's got four or five years at best in him, so – you know, you just never know. All you got to do is just find that that guy that fits your system perfect. I mean, there's a reason Brock Purdy went the last pick in the draft. It wasn't because everybody missed on him. It's because everybody knew that it's going to take a perfect system for him to fit in. And look at him now. Like the guy doesn't miss that team is so fucking good. I watched some of that game today. It's just like, they're so good. They just have so many weapons and Brock Purdy's out there throwing darts, dude. It's, it's fun to watch. But he just, I mean, it's, it's just insane. Yeah. I do think, though, I do think a lot of people miss. Right? I, I, I think they do not evaluate. I think they're excited by certain things. And, like, nobody's figured out the formula yet. Right? Like, even the ones who find these diamonds in the rough and they develop into something great. Right? Like, Belichick and... Like, they still 
like he got lucky. Yeah. You know, and, and no, sure the Niners got lucky in Purdy. Um, and that's where, again, to me, it's, it goes back to that concept of, man, you should be taking one every draft or signing right. a, a, a undrafted free agent every fucking draft because you guys don't know what you're doing. The best GM in the world. I don't know the guy's name. Don't know who it is, right? Whoever that guy is, isn't perfect at it. So right. get as many lottery balls as you possibly fucking can. For sure. And try them out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what they sh should all be doing. And the fact that, like, some don't right. blows my mind. Because once you have a competent one, you are competitive for a long time. Yeah, no, for sure. And I do think teams miss, obviously. But I think the NFL is, I mean, I've said it, it's not the, if you got some of these college or even some high-level high school defensive coordinators to the NFL, the game would change crazily. And I know people are like, what are you talking about? But it's a good old boys club for sure. At the, end, at the end of the day, like you have to know people to get into the NFL. You have to get an opportunity to be around the right people. It's and everybody is pretty much handpicked. Um, mm -hmm. But then you look at like, if you ask any, um, like I did the scouting Academy with Matthew a couple years ago, and that was pretty eye opening uh, because it's just like, you have to you have to break down right. You have to do all these player evals, and they like flat out tell you like, yeah, quarterback has to be over six two, or most teams aren't looking at him. Like there it is. Right. There's the broken formula. Okay, well Drew Brees was fucking solid. Russ right. is pretty good. Yep. Brock Purdy's pretty good. He's five eleven. Like you got to get rid of some of those things. I think the hardest thing is that the old heads are still hanging around and they got this certain perception and people aren't changing that perception on in the inside the NFL. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it's okay. Like, let it go. You know, like it, that the game has changed. And that's why, like, I know I keep peeking over, but I love watching the fucking Baltimore Ravens, dude, because they're like nobody else. I love watching the Niners because they're like nobody else. They just play football with the guys they have. Yep. Like everybody else would have made Lamar move to running back or wide receiver. Yeah, wasn't wasn't he the thirty second pick or something? Last one they traded yeah. up into the first round to get him. Guy won the Heisman. Yep. And then they're like, okay, we're gonna let you do Lamar things, and it's so fun to watch. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think it. I don't know. I think the Vikings have a really good system because it's kind of an extension of that Shanahan based system, right? All those guys from Washington. Yep you can find guys that just fit it well and it's just facilitate this thing. Mm -hmm. That's why I do think on the number, whatever fourth quarterback, why they're still having pretty decent success in the NFL, man. Like there's a 500 team and they're in the playoffs right now mm -hmm. because the system is anybody can run, which I like and that's exciting, but let's let this young kid, that's what, that's yeah. what we're all saying. Like, let's see what he's got. See what he's got. Because maybe he is our diamond in the rough. Correct. Correct. And we just, you, you can't know until you see him get reps. Right. Right. And you need a lot of them. Right. In order to make that decision, unfortunately. Right. That's why I think like Trey Lance got fucked over. Um, yeah. He really did. He I mean, he super did. He had smallest sample size and they're like, we're done. Right. But it's because Brock was doing good and I don't blame him. That's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Like, fuck, this guy's really good. Correct. Like you can get Wally pipped at any time. That sucks, man. Yeah. Um. But it, yeah, like he needs because fucking Dobbs was good for two games, Correct. and then it was like, oh, okay, 
well, <laughs> turns out he's not good enough to run this system. So right. we got to right. move on from him because uh, we can't score. So uh, shout out Brian Flores in that defense, man. Like they, they, they've been so crazy, so good for so long, but it, you know, they weren't the 85 bears. Right or the well, I mean, two Ravens. I keep thinking Ravens. of that that T Higgins play. Whoever that Makai Blackman dude. What are you doing? Yeah, just watching him make the play. Like you, you go over there and force him out at least. What a play by T Higgins for sure. And but all their stuff was broken plays. That's the worst part. Like I don't say like oh you're bad defense. Like everything they hit on uh, the the Bengals hit on on Saturday was broken plays. Mm-hmm. Like that means somewhere. People are doing their job, which sure. mostly like D line was getting there, making brownie moves. Secondary was holding up. You can only hold up for so long, you know. Uh, totally. it is. So, totally. I mean, I still think they're they're really fucking good, and I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see them cause some fits against the Lions, man. Yeah, because yeah. I think the blueprints out there on golf. I just don't think the Broncos are there. Right. I think the Broncos suck. Actually, I've said that before, but. <laughs> Yeah, they they very well might for sure. Yeah, and I I just I don't trust the Lions. I don't trust no. the Vikings either. Right? Anything could happen. So who knows? Right? Like we might shut them out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited 35. to watch them go three and zero. They'll be a ten and seven team, and then we'll watch them piss it down their legs in the first round of the playoffs, and then we'll be like, hmm, weird. What's new? Yeah. <laughs> what do you What did you say? You're ready to be hurt again? Yep, I'm ready yeah. to be hurt again. Classic, classic Vax yeah. fans. Oh yeah. boy, oh boy, oh boy. Niners look good though. They do. That's our favorite team. Uh Jeff's rocking a, a Niners cap. Damn right. He coached the Niners. Technically. I he did. did. I did. Not San Francisco, but the 49ers. Chaska? No. no. Where's it was it, we, it was the NFL flag football league. We just happened oh. to be the Niners. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Man. Got a little sweatshirt as well. Yeah, yeah. You so look good. You I, look good. I can rep it. You know, bang bang Niner gang. You know, bang bang Niner bang bang gang. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah. How were the fights? They were so good. Uh, highlight of my betting weekend, five for five. Oh, boy. Picked them in a parlay. Put a couple of them together, but uh, one hit. So. At a boy. Yeah. I took the only well, I took it another way where the two main events went to the underdogs just because shit happens sometimes. But, yeah. no. It was good. They were good fights. Uh, the first fight, Josh Emmett and, uh, oh, Bryce, uh, the hick, I can't think of his name. Anyways, I don't know. Did you see any of the videos or anything of that? Uh, some of the highlights, nothing crazy. Uh, so Josh Emmett knocked Bryce Mitchell, uh, knocked him out and he, he started seizing. I saw that, but it was the most, they talk, they always say like, and I, Josh Emmett was underdog, which I couldn't believe, but I've watched, we, we watch almost all these, the, the, the mains, right? Um, so I don't know a ton. Like, it's just fun. It's good entertainment. I don't but try to be a UFC hardo and know all the fighters because there's just so fucking many. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say 
That's the hardest hit I've ever seen in the UFC. Really? Dude, it was so perfect. Like, he just leaned into it, and it was just straight connection right to the middle of the fucking face. Like, Mm. it was here. Yeah. And he just straight down, and he never jumped on him to finish, you know? Like, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. He was done. Yeah, instant. He, He hit him. He screamed. And then the people, the doctors were in there, and he started seizing, which it happens. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody get knocked out before. Uh, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Uh, their brains fucking turn them back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, dude, it was sweet. But they were pretty good fights all around. Uh, that Bryce Mitchell walked out, too. I mean, he was fine. He he yeah. sat up, and he goes, I got knocked the fuck out. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Where do you think you've been, man? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he was in. Joe Rogan said he went to the shadow realm, which is not a not a not play. I mean, he did that guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that yeah. That, that highlight that I saw, it the the crack was almost like the sound of a baseball hitting a baseball bat. Like when he hit yeah. him, it was just so clean, right? Like there was nothing in the way, no deflection, just crack and then down and you're like oof yeah. oof yeah it, uh, it's fun man I love watching the fights but they were good um, they had Donald Trump sat ringside and old, uh, Bobby Covington fed into it and then he went and gave Donald, Donald Trump a fist bump prior to the uh, prior to him stepping into the cage did he win? no he went five but oh. that that fight was wild too. Kobe Covington hadn't fought in two years. He's a big wrestler, um, national champion, college wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, and he was he wasn't attacking. Like he just kind of sat there, and the pace was all weird. And then he started shooting. But then the last round, I mean, he dominated the last round. It was insane. Like he took him, he took down Leon Edwards, and it's like, why the fuck didn't you do that the whole time? Like I get it. Like sometimes I think the fight game is so wild. Um, just, you know, talking to the Kyle who I've had on the pod mm-hmm. uh, who lives here. Like, it's just, a, it's just not, it's not what a fan thinks where it's like, just go beat the shit out of this guy. Like some of them do. Yes. But most of them are like, all right, I'm going to feel it out. But he went five. The both title fights went five, which I think some people like to see a knockout, but I like to see him beat the shit out of each other. For sure. The flyweight fight was sweet, dude. Those little fuckers, it's they weigh 120 pounds. They're men. Mm-hmm. And then there was a fight in the stands. That was cool. Oh boy, did you see that at all? I did not see that. Uh, Sean Strickland, he's the middleweight champion. Okay, uh, he's fighting Pierre Ducey next. Uh, it might be in January. Uh, whoever picked where they sit picked a terrible spot. So they show Mark Pierre Dussuy, whatever he's from. Uh, he's South African. They show him, and then they zoom out, and Sean Strickland is front row. So he's like two rows behind Sean Strickland, and Sean Strickland is a—I mean, he's a psychopath. Like he's the one real, with like the think, rainbow hair sometimes. And oh, that's Sugar Sean O'Malley. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but Sean Strickland is just a psychopath, man. The things he says and talks about kind of crazy um but he all of a sudden like he turned around at uh Dusui and like shot a gun at him and then he said something back to him 
And then Gilbert Burns' kids were in between them, and Sean Strickland was like, hey, buddy, look out. There's like a 10-year-old child, and he's pushing them to the side, and then he jumps over the row and just starts going to town. And uh, But like I said, like, why are you putting those two guys have to fight each other? Right. It's Vegas. I'm sure they've been drinking. Like, why in the fuck are you sitting them right next to each other? Put them on opposite sides of the ring. So, (laughs) I don't know. It was... I mean, it makes the fight better, right? When they get to oh, go yeah. blow January. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Patty, the batty one. He did. Nice. Beat the shit out of Tony Ferguson. So. Yeah, I heard that. I heard Tony that. Ferguson's old. Well, yeah. A little harder to do when you get older. It is. But yeah, man, they were all good. It was fun. Um, fight of the year, the last prelim fight, two girls. Uh, boy, bloody mess, man. I've never seen blood like that. Both of them just bleeding profusely from the face. They just kept tagging each other and nobody was given in. And at one point it was like one of the, it looked like a gif where they were literally just like punching each other. Like, you know, and (laughs) then they both went to the hospital together and took a selfie. So nice. Yeah. Respect. But that was fun. I love the fights. If you, uh, yeah, I'm, I encourage everybody to pay the 80 bucks and watch them every once in a while. It's yeah. just good entertainment, you oh, know? For sure. Find a buddy so, or two. Yeah. Right? Split them. Split yeah. the cost. Makes it a little yeah. uh, a little easier to just to, to swallow. Yep. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I had basketball all day Saturday. That was tough waking up after vids. Uh, yeah. Not going to lie. They did not be the first one off. Yeah. Wait and not the first one, huh? Shout out me. All right. Yep. Uh yeah. No, but that was that was that was tough. It was fun though. Joslin's last game, they they all had donuts and ran around like rugby players while trying to play basketball. So, so they're done already. She her season is done. Yeah. It's you know, it's like That's nice. intro to I don't want to call it intro to basketball because they had eight but games. Yeah. But it basically is, right? Nobody yeah. knows what they're doing. Um and then Jack had his first game. And uh, they were on, like, a big court, right? Okay. And scoreboard. And, you know, I mean, it was, like, you can steal the whole game now. And, you know, fouls are oh, being there called. Was, there was, like, rules on how often you could steal the ball? Previously, yeah. Like, you couldn't steal until, like, the last two quarters uh, or, like, the fourth quarter, right? Because it, it's more, like, when they're – Second, third grade, it's about like learning basketball, and yeah, because none of them are really that good at dribbling, right? It's, Correct. I it, get it, especially when they're younger, right? If you could let them steal, because when they when they were allowed to steal, it was just a shit show, yeah. like a full on shit show. Um, yeah, no fouls are called, and so like kids are just swiping at each other, and you know the balls flying everywhere. So, anyways, it was like a legit game, and it was it was fun to watch and. Um, they were down 16 going into the fourth quarter and uh, had to come back and won by four in OT. It was dope, man. Those little dudes were fired the fuck up. That's sweet. Yeah, they were They were on cloud nine, man. It was fun to watch. Absolutely. That's real sweet. Jack Duncan yet? Uh, almost. Almost. He, okay. can, he can almost get a, a solid four inches off the ground. So nice. Nice. he'll well, be there, you know, about 10, 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be there for sure. Yeah. We'll see. And then I baked cookies all day Saturday, Ben. 
Saw that, dude. Uh, how many? What's the total number? How many cookies were cooked? Well, they're well, they baked. I Wait, should say. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Cookies cooked just sounded good. Yeah, it's better alliteration. Um, right. Fuck, man. Probably two hundred. Damn. Yeah, my wife and like I, we had multiple conversations. Like, you know, maybe we, you know, and I, I say we because I'm trying to be supportive. <laughs> Even though she does all the work, um, right. like maybe we, we don't. Go ahead, sorry. Maybe we don't do eight different kinds next year, right? Yeah, you know, maybe we do like three, and just uh, pick the easier ones to make. Um, yeah, it it it's a lot. It's it's a whole process, and then the kids get to decorate them, and it's a whole fucking assembly line that we spent all day today delivering them. And nice. Any hit the mail? Uh, it's sixty eight hundred East Mail Boulevard. Anybody? Uh, um, I would love to send you some, but they would be absolute garbage by the time you got them, dude. That's not true. My grandma sent me shit before. Just put it in old, put it in old Ziploc. Send it on down. All right, I got some no, extras. I got I, some I, extras. I, I, I got Graham coming, dude. What do you think? I think I make her pay for her vacation. All right, this isn't a Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, you mean, get to work, Grandma. Yeah. Make now, what's cookies. the what's your go? What's your go to of all that are made? What's Jeff's favorite? Mm, my wife makes a, a really good. It's like this butterscotch chocolate chip cookie. Mm, yeah, it's fire. It is yeah. fire. They are my favorite cookies of all time. And I'm not a cookie guy. Right. And so those, but those, man, I will house like 15 to 20 of them at a time. I love that. Cannot I stop eating them. Um, <laughs> Cannot stop. Do you, is there a cookie that you absolutely despise? That you're like, I could not, mm. not necessarily that she makes, but just one in general that you're like, yeah, I don't have to eat these. That's how I feel about a lot of cookies. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what's that? One it was like always hard and like you'd see old people dunking it in coffee. Uh like a raisin? No, not ra- it wasn't raisin, but it had like a bit of a cinnamony. Oh, is that like a snickerdoodle? No, God no. Oh. No, snickerdoodles are, are fine. I'm trying to I'll, I'll have to look that up. Um it was, a, it was very much like an old person cookie. Uh, okay. And I feel like it's the shit they give away on Delta flights. Oh, like a Biscoff? Maybe. That buy buy those at Costco every once in a while. I'll eat five of them out of a sleeve because I love those airport cookies or airplane cookies. And then we have five other bags of them that just get thrown away. So. Where are the Delta... Yeah, they're Biscoffs, one hundred percent. Yeah, Biscoffs. Yeah, yeah. I don't like those at all. No. And she makes them. No, Jen makes no. My oh, wife does not make those. In general. Yeah, we would get divorced if she did that. Wow, that seems extreme. Um, well, that's insane. You know, got to have a hill to die on. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, that's I'm going to see if Jen will make some Biscoffs. I want to see how far you're willing to take this. Ginger snaps? Is that what I'm Yo, thinking? Yo, ginger snaps, Buck. 
But yeah, they're kind of like a hard cookie like that. Yeah, for sure. With a little cinnamon. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Sure. It's like an old person cookie. Yeah. Yeah, Shout I don't like those. Yeah. yeah. I can't stand oatmeal raisin. Yeah, I mean, I don't even consider that a cookie. Uh, but I will, on the last game this year, uh, our head coach's wife put cookies on each of the buses for the boys. Mm-hmm. And it was like Sam's Club or Costco, like, you know, platter thing. And uh, I was amazed at how many guys were like, is there any raisin? And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, get out of here. Are you a, are you a kid? So you have trouble pooping? case of Benjamin Button for all of you. Yeah, what the hell? So confused as what was happening. But yeah, dude, they all were like, "Yeah, I love oatmeal raisin cookies." I'm like, "It's insane to me." Um, why? My old favorite cookie used to be the Subway uh, white chocolate chip macadamia. Yeah, white macadamia. Oh. Nut. That was that was so good at mm. Subway only though. Yep. Yeah, that was a fire one. Um, <laughs> Did you guys have the huge cookies uh, at FHS? Oh, yeah. The yeah. chocolate chips. <laughs> Those were pretty tight. <laughs> Those were good. Those were very good. Uh, no complaints. Nope. No, sir. Yeah, those were good. I did enjoy those a lot. Yeah. Uh, I would have to go like a traditional chocolate chip, though, probably. Just kind of. It's tough to beat, man. It is. Just keep it basic. Keep it simple. Keep mm-hmm. it moving. A lot of sugar. A lot of butter. Yeah. Chocolate chips. And everybody's got their own play. You know, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to make the best chocolate chip cookies in the world. I'm going to be completely honest. I've had bad ones, but I think like a good chocolate chip cookie is just a good chocolate chip cookie. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Well, the ratio has got to be right for me. Yeah, it can't be too much chocolate. If you got way too many, yeah, get out. Like, that's a chocolate bar. No thanks. Yeah. If I wanted that, I'd just have that. Correct. Correct. Are are you a, do you want your cookies hard or soft? Oh, soft. I like them warm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big warm cookie guy. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Very actually, yeah. No, that's my favorite. Gotta have some milk though. Uh, some milk. Yeah, not a big cookies, no milk kind of guy. That's fair. So respect that. Respect that. Yeah. Oh, right on, right on, uh, right on. Sticking on NFL with the little sidetrack of cookies. Uh, yeah. You see, I mean, I, I'm assuming you saw the kind of the reports coming out of New England. Belichick's potentially done. Potential. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's insane thought. A real insane thought, actually, to think about Bill Belichick not being somewhere else. And I know Ty said it Friday night on vids, and then he said it again yesterday when we were talking, and he's like, why wouldn't he just quit? Like, the guy's made more money. I was like, because he'll die. Like, people that do that stuff, they don't have hobbies. Like football, coaching football is their life, you know? Like, he's going to take another job. He's going to go do something. There's no way that a guy like that knows how to just relax, you know? Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. 
I just don't see it. I mean, a lot of those, I mean, yeah. He'll probably be the head coach of the Chargers next year, and he'll have Justin Herbert, and he'll bring in. I hope not. I hope he doesn't bring in Josh McDaniels, uh, but it'd be crazy to watch that show. So, Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was a little shocking to hear. I know you, I mean, I feel like you said it, and I think a lot of people had the mentality like he could stay there forever, you know, just based on what he's done. Um, but at the same time, they've also just been quite poor and in the absence of Brady, you know, he's not really doing much and he hasn't no. done much in the absence of him. So like, no. I, I think that's, if the reports are true and they are seriously considering saying, Hey man, we're going to move on like good for them and that organization, man. Um, Cause that, that can't be an easy decision just based on what he has accomplished for you. But Seven Super Bowls. I've uh, been to ten. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great resume. <laughs> six, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think six. Been to nine, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Regarded as one of the best ever. Yeah. It'd be interesting because now the hard part, I think, though, too, is who do you get? Yeah. Well, look. Back to what you said, it's a good old boys club. I, you know, unfortunately, because in my opinion, the options are endless, right? There's a thousand good football coaches out there if people right. were given opportunities at that level. Unfortunately, right. they're not. They keep recycling these burnouts or flameouts who haven't done shit. Now, he would be like the exception. All right, they're moving on from him. Somebody else being like, we want to bring that into our organization because he's got this incredible track record but the amount of retreads and i'm saying retreads uh that get multiple opportunities in the nfl and haven't done shit is mind-blowing for sure and so like it's it's been kind of cool to see of late uh you know the staley's the um the guy in fucking san francisco shanahan you know, KOC, like these young coaches getting opportunities and like proving their worth, right? Like that's good to see as opposed to, you know, Josh McDaniels getting his fourth fucking head coaching offer and not making it through a year or Matt Patricia getting another one or, you know, like give some new guys, some young guys with new ideas a chance and see what happens, you know? Yeah, it'll 10,000% be one of them Patriot guys. You know what would be a wild theory is they ditch uh, Belichick and they bring in Harbaugh. Yeah. Then you got, that would be you wild. got Jim and John in the same division. Um, Just conference. Oh, conference. Yeah, my bad. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the same conference. They probably play each other once or twice a year. Once a year, whatever. Twice in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, that would yeah. be wild. That would be. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan. I think it's fun to say that every year because he's been to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, what are they going to do? Bring up Saban? I don't know. Just crazy. Oh. I was like, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, he just tore his ACL for sure. It's not a good thing when your knee goes the other direction. No. God, no. It was tearing it up too. Oh, jeez. 
Ouch. John T. Mitchell. Uh, live on pod. That's our first ACL tear. Live on pod. <laughs> hey. Clip it, chat. Yep. Clip it, chat. Um, shout out, Keontae Mitchell. RIP that ACL. That's tough. But it happened on grass, at least, so everybody can calm down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just wanted to throw that out there because they do happen everywhere. Anywhere. Uh, yeah. So doesn't matter, turf or grass. Um. Yeah, dude, that's – I think it'll be fun, a good coaching carousel. Uh, I just – I'm excited to see – I just – what the Chargers do, do, do right? Um, is it – I mean, they brought it. They're going to have to get a new GM, too. They fired their GM. So, I know people have kind of said, like, it's a perfect Belichick situation because he's not going to have a GM. He's going to be the GM, which it isn't working. Uh, give it up. Yeah. It worked for a while, but – Here's why it worked because he had a quarterback who kept taking pay cuts. That's why it worked. Correct. Um, it was the Tom Brady way. Uh, <laughs> yep. Jack's really smart, really good. I'm not saying that, but that you have to find that. You have to find the guy that'll take the constant pay cuts to go win or mm-hmm. put himself in a team friendly situation or be insanely smart at yeah. manipulating that cap. And I don't think he's that guy. No, no, he's not. Uh, clearly not, because they have been terrible. Yeah, the last few years. Um, yeah, I just think there'll be a lot of sweet little turnover things this year. Always is. Uh, Always yeah. is. Always fun to see what 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 pops up. Yeah, I just but you're that. right. It'll ten thousand percent be some. So it, it will. I mean, I know I said it, but you said it best. It'll be some some guy who burned out and washed out somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So. Unfortunately, lame. Yeah, give the young guys a chance, man. Maybe it'll be Bill O'Brien, turn OC. C worked out so well in Houston. Like it, he did good in Houston until they said, "Hey, we're gonna go another way." And then he's like, "Fine, I'm gonna trade everybody because I'm GM too, and I'm gonna trade him for a bag of balls." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy man. Yeah. How about? Uh, I mean, were you – did you get an alert on your phone? Were you shocked to see Travis Kelsey did not attend Taylor Swift's birthday party, Ben, on Wednesday no, night? I didn't. Uh, that's crazy. Guy's got a job to do. It's just shocking. I mean, he must not love her. That's probably the rumor we should start. He's probably cheating on her. Yeah, clearly. Mary did a game, you know? Yeah. Uh I have seen a lot of really good tweets, though, because he hasn't been playing that good since they started dating. The Chiefs haven't been playing that good. Right. It's not just him. Mm. Uh, but he he used to uh, he used to only date black girls. Okay. And everybody's like, no, well, Travis, you shouldn't be dating them white women. So just a funny little thing that I've been seeing, which is – it's great, dude. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see Taylor Swift's dad bringing around cake at the stadium today in the suites? I, I did not. <laughs> yeah, he just was bringing birthday cake to the suites next to him everywhere. Uh, so they're weird. They're that's a weird group, dude. I don't like it. I don't get it. I'm kind of sick of it. I'm glad it. I mean, the, the things really died off, don't you think? It yes, it is nowhere near as. Uh intense as it was the first two right. or three weeks right it was just captivating yeah 
yeah, and and at the end of the day, I think people finally realized, all right, whatever they're dating, right? Let's move yeah. on. I I did see today, right? Like there was a pretty bad like non pass interference call in the end zone on on Kelsey. And they showed a highlight of her, like, up in the box, like, jumping out of her seat, being like, what the fuck? (laughs) And they're like, Taylor Swift is now officially, like, one of us as a fan. (laughs) Like, how do you not fucking call that rap? Right? Like, just screaming at him and shit. So good. So good. Yeah. Welcome to our hell. Yeah. Welcome to our hell. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. I mean, not that they, I hope they break up, but. I'm just sick of hearing about it, man. Right. Just sick of it. Sick of it, man. That's just disgusting. Uh, you watch any bowl games? Uh, a little bit of Ohio and or I Georgia say, Southern. College football just in general. Yeah. I watched, uh, I watched SDSU. Yeah, I did watch that. I had it on for a little bit, and I watched it. I mean, it wasn't just got out of hand. Yeah, that was just an absolute throttling. And then uh, watched the North Dakota State-Montana State game. That was a great game. Yeah. Great I did game. not see that as we were watching the fights. Um, crazy uh, ending, though. I did see it. I watched it. Talk about a missed P.I. Uh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, that was a bad call. Or that was a terrible call. call. Uh, yeah, that's a tough way for old Matt Ends to go out. Um, also, I didn't love the NDSU hire today. I thought they'd hire Tyler Roll as their new head coach. Uh, he played running back there, uh, more notably when they beat the Gophers. Mm. And probably oh seven oh eight, I think. Uh, yeah, got sophomore, freshman, sophomore in high school. Tyler Roll ran all over the Gophers in the dome, and that was kind of like their first Power Five win. Yeah, uh, but he's the OC right now. I'm sure he'll get to keep the title. Uh, but I just thought that he's younger. It just seemed like. He's from a small little town in North Dakota. Just kind of seemed like that was the way, but uh, they brought back a guy that was there at the beginning of the run who went to Wyoming with Craig Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, just uh, man, what a way to go out. Now he's going to USC. So, yeah, he got some heat for that. Like people saying it's like a demotion. I don't know. What would your thoughts be on that? If you were in that position, if you were the head coach at NDSU, which is probably one of the more respected, you know, FCS schools. Yeah, it is, yeah. In the country. And you got an offer to go be, what is he, the OC or DC at USC? Uh, He's the linebackers coach and then, like, the head assistant, head coach, like, top, like, the first person below Lincoln Riley. Okay. And you got that offer. Like, what would your thoughts on that be? What would you do? I mean, it's much like everybody else that has left NDSU. I'm surprised he didn't hold out for a Power 5 job. Like, um, Craig Bowl left and went to Wyoming. He just retired. He's after their bowl game. I think he's done. And then uh, Chris Kleinman, he went to Kansas State, right? Mm -hmm. Like, 
after so long, like not that winning gets old, but winning gets old. I think, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm ready for the next challenge. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I see why he wouldn't get stagnant or didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, I think he's definitely going to get a hell of a pay raise. Um, Go see what that's like. Uh, It's not like he can't get another job. Guys Mm -hmm. won national championships, kept the program at the top. And I think probably cover out a little bit of your own identity, because I think when you take those jobs, you know, like, Bull did it, then Kleinman did it, and they just kept rolling. Then Entz did it, and they were rolling for a little bit, and then they fell off. They lost in the national championship to their biggest rival last year. Mm. Um, so they fell off the face of the earth, Then here they are in the final four again. Right. Uh, I just think, yeah, you go, you go to USC, you, I don't know. I think it would be sweet. I think, I think the bigger thing, and I tweeted it, but people aren't really talking about, I think the biggest thing is – is USC's coming to the Big Ten, right? Um, They just went and got the best Midwest recruiter. I mean, that guy is, right, you know, like, expect, and not necessarily like, oh, he's getting all the top talents, but he knows every head coach in five states. Right, all the the major head coaches at all the major high schools and all the major metros, which generally going to have the most talent right not all the time but most of the time that's where most of the the studs are right and i think it's just another play for usc uh not saying that it's oh all of a sudden like it's already working uh but they just got a kid from i think chaska to flip from the gophers this week he was a four-star d end now he's going to USC. He took a visit over the weekend and he flipped so wow um not saying that that has anything to do with matt ants but it just that's the that's the stuff they want, and mm-hmm. doesn't take a genius look at his roster. He's recruited Minneapolis Metro extremely well. Yeah, that's where they get a lot of their kids. Um, like I said, I think it's just added plus. But just go out and carve out his own identity, man. Be himself. Sure. Um, I bet he's making four or five million a year. To be honest, I mean he's probably making two at North Dakota, which is a crazy good living. Maybe one and a half, but. I bet he's at least making $3 million to pull him away from something like that, to move him from relatively middle of nowhere to LA. Yeah. Yeah. There's gotta be, it's gotta be almost a 100% pay increase just to maintain the standard of living. Right. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Criminy. Criminy. Yeah, I know. I just thought it, I didn't know like your thoughts on whether or not you thought that was, you know, a demotion, a lateral, or just kind of saying, you know, yeah, I want to take the next step and see what else there is. Yeah, I don't think, I think people just hear the the title and especially, you know, NDSU fans in that area. I remember when like Craig Bowl left, like I remember people were like, we would beat Wyoming. It's like, well, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he wants to go see how good he can be. Sure. If I can go push and compete at Wyoming and then I can really do it anywhere. And yep. it didn't work. I mean, it didn't work like that, but he's found some top notch talent. Josh Allen looks pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. I don't know. Just Absolutely. cool. I think it's sweet. But oh, yeah. It's fun to see those guys, especially going to clinics back home where they, you know, like Jason Eck, he's the head coach at uh, Idaho. Now he was the OC at MSU five years ago. Wow. 
Now he's a D1 head coach. Above you know, um, it is cool to see. So who knows? Maybe he'll take the Gophers job when it, when PJ gets fired. Everybody will be happy. Yeah. I do love how, like, quickly you can kind of move up the ranks in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, and, and how they're willing to, like, give guys a shot and all that stuff. Right. Like, Kalen DeBoer. Right. And, you know, I mean, th- those stories are endless. Right. Of just right. dudes climbing and, and finding success. And, I mean, we just talked about it. There's coaches everywhere. Right. So give right. them a shot, man. And see what see what's what. And, yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, you wanted to talk transfer portal, portal a little bit. Talk to me about uh, this. I just, well, here's my big question. You played college baseball. Sure. Um, let's see. What's another team that, what was it, the NCC, right? Yes, sir. Okay, what's another team in the NCC that wasn't really a conference or rival, but like a team that you played maybe a little like disdain or always had tough matchups against? Just give me a team. Yeah, NDSU. Okay, so let's say that Ross and Ryan mm-hmm. at the time, right? Let's put it in perspective. Hit the transfer portal from Augie. They go to NDSU, put on the NDSU jerseys, take pictures at NDSU, commit to NDSU, and then say, uh, you know what, change my mind, I'm going back to Augie. How would that make you feel? As a guy on that team. Yeah. Um, You're not welcome back. Yeah. And I feel that way professionally. Right? Right. Uh, Professionally, uh, I've had too many conversations of people like, hey, I got an offer somewhere else. You know, and I I, I do not begrudge anyone for trying to better their station in life right? sure. you want to you want to better your station in life, man go for it right yeah. like i'm all for it but if you come to me and tell me you've essentially done all the work and like gone through the process and you've got an offer but you're willing to stay yeah if i can yeah. match i'm always just like you know hey man that's great i i always like say uh, unfortunately, you know, like we can't get to that, you know, I'm so sorry, you know, would love to keep you blah, blah. We probably could, but I, I always throw that out there because sure. at the end of the day, like you were looking, you weren't happy. So me matching you ain't going to make it ha- make you happy for whatever that Correct. reason is. And, you know, had you come to me beforehand and been like, Hey, I'm, I'm getting like reached out to on LinkedIn yeah. Um, and it's kind of making me like start to think like what the next steps in my career are, you know, and have like a conversation with me, then yeah, I'm all in then. And like, yeah, well, let's see what we can do and how we can like get you to that next level. Maybe it's a bump and pay to start and we'll start training you in, in X, Y, or Z so you can take the next steps in your career, yada, yada, yada. Right. But you come to me after the fact, yeah, my professionally, my, my default answer is always still best of luck, man, you know, Hope to uh, hope to run into you in the future. You know, let's stay in touch. Blah blah blah. I'm always a good reference, right. etc. Um, yeah. So, in that respect, 
<laughs> um, I would definitely be like, no, thank you. Do not come back. Yeah. You're not welcome uh, here. Because that's, yeah, man, like, no. No. Big time no. Uh, so last year, there was a wide receiver from Wisconsin. Okay. Who came to the U, went to a hockey game, took pictures with the oar, with the axe, flipped around to the gopher side, took all these pictures, mm-hmm. committed to the U. Then they hire Luke Fickle. He hadn't signed yet. Decommits, go back to Wisconsin. Right then I was like, dude, fuck. Like, you went to the rival. You know, like, that yeah. one was clear. Wow. Like, you went to the rival you put on their colors. You took our traveling trophy and flipped it around to hold up their side. Like, no, you know, we're good. We're good. And then it happened again uh, today. The Gophers, which I'm fine, like, whatever. I, they're college kids. But there was a running back from uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Came to the U, took all the pictures, committed on site. Then today... Decommits, tweets, I'm staying at Hoosier. That that those are the ones that drive me insane and where it's like, what are we doing here? And that's why I can't because then like, okay, PJ got a commitment, right? He got a commitment from this guy. It's not just a PJ or a gophers thing, but it's a college coach thing. You got a commitment from this guy. Mm-hmm. So you gave him as your word. National signing day is Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, excuse me. Yeah. Wednesday, the 20th. Uh, so they probably took an offer from a high school kid or another running back that they were like, actually, we got a commitment from this guy. Usually like, it sounds like, okay. When they're in the portal, it's like, Hey, the first people to commit get the offer. Right. Like, I think like these offers should come with the national. Like, I feel like, the, these kids should start to have almost have to start signing the second they commit to the offer because it's just getting so out of hand. Mm-hmm. The commitments, the decommitments. They um, there was a, a D tackle from Florida International came to the Gophers, took the pictures, did the whole thing, committed last weekend, decommitted yesterday. I just don't understand. Like, what are you committing and decommitting for? Like, what what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. It just it's it's kind of a mind blowing thing. Yeah, um, I I would I would agree. I think that the, the rules should be different for that portal, right? You you should not be lumped in with all the other fucking high school kids, right? Right, and I and to me that's more of a thing to try and protect like high school kids, right? Um, because. You know, you've talked about it. There's a ton of coaches who are like, man, I, I, I can't waste my time on high school kids uh, when I know that there's like a 20-year-old man out there who's got some experience, right? I, I got to go get them. And it would balance the field a little bit, right? You, you would yeah. know, all right, you know, the running back from Auburn entered the portal and not – only committed but signed you know four weeks before or three weeks before national signing day and so 
that guy, that kid is going to, you know, Mississippi, right? Like we know that now we don't have to fuck over these 17 year olds who don't know, Oh man, like what offer. And you and Matt had a good, Matthew had a good pod on that once just about like the portal and how like COVID like fucked over high school kids so much because their kids were able to stick around and there just weren't as many spots available. Right. Right. And that really like hit home and you know, I, I, I am, I just wish there was more protections for those kids. Right. Um, because they, they haven't had a shot yet. Like these kids have had a shot and are quitting on the shot that they had right. because they think that there's something better out there. Or they want more money or, or whatever. And it's, it's kind of fucked up and we're fucking over like these young kids who, who haven't had a shot yet and who may be special and not everybody can pull from the portal. Correct. Right. So you have to like create a system in some form that allows, yeah, there's always going to be the takers. There's going to be the givers and there's going to be some takers out of the portal. Right. And if you're not one of the like hardcore takers out of the portal, because people are looking for more money or something, right. You'll know that because Mm -hmm. they're gone. Correct. Right away. And so then you can turn your efforts and focus your efforts on high school kids. And I'm not saying it's the right thing, um, but take a Gophers, a, a Minnesota, an Indiana, a, a Illinois, right? Nebraska to a point, right? Where you're a lower tier Big Ten team. You you got to focus on those kids who haven't had a, a shot yet. Right? right. And like you can be a developer, you can be a feeder school. Right. And use that as another way to like take another step up the rung. Right. And really build your culture and blah, 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 because you can't afford one and a half to $2 million out there to go buy a quarterback. Right. Go get a three star, bring them in and develop them and like have right. somebody who's low. I don't know, man. Like there's gotta be some ways to tweak that for everybody involved for the programs yeah for those for kids sure. right again like all kids at that age are really stupid and making stupid decisions and hopefully that kid from indiana this is the best decision for him long term and his team welcomes him back with open arms but i'm sure he's going to catch some shit i'm sure that receiver from fucking wisconsin caught some shit as they should right yeah. like you did you bailed on me Right. right. Like that's what goes through my head. Like you bailed on me. We were, you know, we're, we're a unit and you left and right. now you want to come back. Like I'm, I champion you leaving. Go for it, man. Like make your life better. That's cool. Right. It, it's like, uh, it's like you got broke up with by a girl who thought she was going to date a hot guy or a and hotter she, guy. Yeah. And then she found out that he's a piece of shit. And so she wants you back. Like, you can't right. accept that girl back. Right. She's going to leave you for something else in the future. Right. Or cheat on, you know, like, or. 100%. Yeah. It's like when people get cheated on and then they, like, stay with that person and then they're surprised when they cheat again. It's like, well. Yeah. Okay. It's the same thing to me. I just, the commit, and I think you're right, like, especially the commitment or the offers to a portal kid have to come with like a piece of paper yeah that makes 
official because that in the, the I I mean it's just so crazy and NIL is just showing such a big thing and I know watching Rashad Bateman tonight play for the uh, Ravens but like he was a three star out of Georgia right mm-hmm. and PJ was on him early like probably when he was a two star and then he got elevated to a four. And then he started, he started climbing the ranks, had a really good senior year, and then Kirby Smart showed up. And everybody's like, well, he's fucking going to Georgia because they offered him. But he looked him in the eyes and said, where you been? All I've ever wanted to be was a Georgia Bulldog. Where you been? Yeah. Like, well, you know, we did, you weren't highly recruited, whatever, highly ranked, whatever. He's like, that's fine. I'm staying with Minnesota. And he came and he stayed. And then I watched three four-star kids this week for the Gophers flip. Same shit. And it's just like the commitment thing at any level, it doesn't mean anything. So Coy Parrish, no. he's from ESCO. He's the number three safety in the country now. He took a visit to Ohio State last week. He's been tried and true on this Gophers class. He's been their guy. Yeah, he's out. He's going to Ohio State. That's the, the talk. Then uh, the kid that I talked about going to USC, right? Like, and then, and I, uh, then there's a linebacker who's been committed forever too. And now he's flipping. It sounds like he's Michigan or Michigan state. I get he's from there, but they weren't recruiting him until all of a sudden at the end, because he had a good senior season. They're like, yeah, this guy's good. But I remember like in talks I've had with Ross where he's like, I hate when our kids post commitments, like, don't like, I, I mean, I don't know how he feels about the offers thing. I think it helps drive in more offers for guys, you know, personally, like when they post on Twitter, but I can't stand the commitment thing, dude. Cause it, that word, like it just don't mean shit, you know? Agreed. Well, and that's, uh, I don't know the origin of like signing the signing windows and why they existed. I would assume it had something to do with like trying to protect kids and their innocence and they didn't want them to be hounded back when the only way to reach them was a house phone right or mail right and so you could only contact them during certain periods and then they had to be left alone and for sure had some time to think and make rational well dude we live in a 24 7 world now where these motherfuckers, I can almost guarantee it, they're creating burner accounts to talk to these kids on Twitter, on Snapchat, oh, on whatever. Sure. Like, they're in communication with them 24-7. And you should have, like, layers to signings, especially, like, coming out of high school, and then vice versa. Like, the, the fucking current players, they can sign whenever. If they're going into the portal, they can sign whenever because they are not, they're not high school kids anymore. They don't need the same protections. They don't need this shit. And all you're doing is making like the world more chaotic when it shouldn't be. But this, it, it all goes back to, this is just an abject failure by the NCAA to like, yeah. to run this shit appropriately, right? Like they granted because they're they're just the dumbest fuck they are the dumbest organization on the they granted the what was it like five kids from it was like in 2017 like five kids from auburn or something um exceptions to transfer and not have to sit out and accidentally 
essentially created the transfer portal in one decision. And they, oh, they didn't realize like the ramifications that would have. And now they, you know, they didn't think about like all of these things. And every year it's getting more intense, worse and harder to manage and all this shit. And for sure, if only they would talk to people, some smart people and try and come up with some solutions instead they're just kind of like fucking letting it go which right you know it, it's it's going to be the downfall of college football or the rise of whatever it's going to be whatever it's going to become right like i think it's going to be a, a professional league in a within 10 years and it's trending that way i mean fucking chip kelly thinks it's going to be yeah, I mean, I think they just have to get it under control. Like, we have, they have to, they have, like, I'm all for NIL, but NIL itself also has gotten out of fucking hand, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know you want to cue the Chip Kelly thing, and we'll get there, but, yeah. Um, like, NIL, name and image likeness was for those guys to be able to sell their own t shirts with their names on it. That was, or, go somewhere and sign autographs and get paid $30,000 by some, that was the whole idea of NIL. That was it. Allow the kids, which everybody was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid that they can't. Correct. Like, I mean, just think anybody, a high profile D one athlete from Fairmont, he's playing quarterback for the Gophers in 2007. He could not go back to Hawkins Chevrolet on a Saturday in the spring and sign autographs, yeah. right? Take pictures with everybody for a couple grand for a promo thing. Now he can, but that's not what anybody's doing. They're no. not, they're, they're all essentially getting money from boosters and just giving them money. There is no control. The NCAA is the biggest fail failure organization in the world. Like, right. I love the idea of the portal. And we've talked about the portal before guys who go up, Right. FCS guys, I got one year of eligibility left. I think I can play in the Big Ten. Okay, sweet. Go play in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Get drafted. That's what the portal's for. Yep. Not for the, and while we've been talking, the number one in the recruit in the nation last year, who was at USC, just hit the portal right now. Hmm. Caleb Williams isn't coming back next year. But they probably already have somebody. I mean, who knows? I'm not in practice. But it's just, and it's, I mean, it's a cultural thing. And I'm coaching in a place now where I'm starting to see it. Mm-hmm. There's a kid on our team who, after the banquet, his mom put something on Facebook, said they were looking for a new high school. What does everybody recommend? Where should we take him? Wow. And I'm what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? It is uh, it's just insane to me, Jeff. It's just That's insane. They, I think we have to get some old college coaches with brains. Um, Patterson from Washington. Why well, can't I think of his first name? Um, Gary. He would be good. Gary. Yeah. Uh, Rick Neuheisel, mm-hmm. I think, would be a good one. Um, trying to think of guys who didn't do like sleazy stuff, you know, um, 
I think I'd like to see like a Jerry kill on that board when he decides he wants to be done, which I don't know if he saw his presser yesterday. He's probably on his way out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, did you see that? I, I saw clips. Yeah. He, he cussed New Mexico up and down, uh, which was great. Um, so I just think, I feel like there's a good group of people that could be on that board that could lead that and really f- fix this shit because the biggest problem is there's just no rules. And then you get kids like the wide receiver from uh, North Carolina who transferred from like Michigan state to North Carolina because his mom or aunt or somebody was sick and he's like a caretaker. So he wanted to be close to them, whatever. And they're like, yeah, you got to sit four games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Uh, but then you get all these other guys who have, constantly transfer, 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 transferred. Um, JT Daniels, he played at five schools and could never be the starting quarterback. So he just went to the next one. Mm-hmm. USC, then Georgia, then West Virginia. Now he's at Rice. And I think there was one more somewhere in there, but it's just insane, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the money's too big. And the, as you mentioned, right? Like the, the there's just not enough rules in place, and I don't think they have the cap- the capacity in its current form to fix it, right? Like, no. there's there's no way they can put a lid back on this. You're, you know, the NIL is not the NIL. It's just pay to play at this school, whatever it is, right? It, it, these go into the, a collective. Money gets paid out of a collective. Um and like they didn't see that coming, which is which yeah, isn't crazy, shocking. right? Yeah, it isn't shocking because that that organization was a good old boys club, right? And they 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 couldn't look ahead, and yeah, just get some fresh ideas in there and come up with a way to fix all this shit for the better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I think. That's just it. There's so many people like you and I that are sitting around. We could really like, hey, why not this? And everybody would be like, that's not a terrible idea, whatever it is. But the the fact that there's nothing is insane. Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's conversations like, happening. Like, if you imagine in the day you turn 16, everybody just gets a driver's license, no matter what. You don't got to take a test. You just get a driver's license. You never drove before? Cool. You don't have, There you go. Get behind the wheel. Like that, that's, I mean, it's obviously not to that level, but that's really what it feels like. It's just mass chaos. Mm-hmm. Like we just have all this shit going on. The easiest thing to do is everybody's getting paid billions of dollars by the TV companies say, okay, 25% of it has to go to the kids and it's all boom, boom, teared out. Everybody gets the same shit. The yeah, football, you, it's a deal and right. they get 25%. Boom. Well, that's, how you, that's how you fix NIL. Is yeah. the players get a cut? Yeah, and that's where again, I I just in its current form, it's never going to happen. The, there's too much money for these 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 colleges. Uh, they don't want to give it up, and and all this shit, and it's it's too bad, right? Because that would solve all the problems. Uh, the quarterback in the Big Ten makes one million dollars. Right. A start, well, starting that, like, I feel like if you just said, Hey, it's X amount every player, because that would that's or the that. only way yeah. you, because that's the only way you're gonna limit 
the, oh, I need $5 million from somebody or I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like you, mm. yeah, every scholarship player gets $150,000 a year. Oh, whoa. That's terrible, huh? That's right. a terrible fucking living for a college kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way. You know, like that's the best way to do Even the punter's getting it, right? Like everybody with on the 85, all 85. Yep. Yeah, that would be the easiest way to do it. And then it's, you're truly going to a school because that's where you think, you know, you want to be, you want to spend time, like you're going to make some money. And that's, look, from 18 to 22, right, that's, yeah, what is that? That's uh, $600,000. That is life-changing money in four years. You're not going to retire, no, but you are set up. And if you're not an idiot, you will be set up. uh, For life. You're starting on third base. Correct. That's what I was just going to say. Like, it's a really nice, solid head start to life. Yeah. Um, Here's the easiest way to do it. Big 10, I think everybody's getting $100 million, right? Mm -hmm. I think, and I don't know, that's not, I don't think that's yearly, is it? Or is it over seven years or something? I don't know. Let's look that up. Anyways. If you let's just 85 scholarship athletes per FBS per D1, a quarter of a million dollars a year to each of them, which is incredible money, right? That's only $21 million. Each school has to give out. Why not? Why not? Like that seems so easy. Let's see. So 8 billion is the total value. Wonder how long that goes for. Uh, 80 to 100 million annually for each school. 80 to 100 million annually. Yep. That's insane. So, so the, and the Gophers, that's what's wild. The Gophers are a founding Big Ten team. So they're, in so the, they're, they're getting the, the 10. They're getting the 100 million. The 100, yeah. And so if you paid everybody 150,000 bucks, that's 12.75 million dollars. Yeah. 150,000 per player. Pay your pay your coaches more and then there's 75 million dollars. Yeah. That should work. I, then, I mean, I think it's a pretty simple formula. Yeah, then you can still get booster money for other stuff like for right. facilities and whatnot if that doesn't work, right? But yeah, it just would level set. It would level set, which is what is needed, is yes. is to level set some of this shit so that this chaos stops. Right. And and you know how you let the people who like to big deck with money, let everything else outside of football be that way. Mm-hmm. Because football is the big dog. So mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want to pay a volleyball girl $45,000 to come to Nebraska Instead of Iowa for volleyball, great. Go I'm for all for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for it. Not because I don't care about volleyball, because then that evens the playing field for everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's how they get their cut. Like the who was Nebraska is going to put the Venmo thing up, big play. Allow the straight pay to play in every other sport. Mm-hmm. Hey, big play, we can Venmo you. Yeah, it's so simple. But football needs to be re- relegated, regulated. Excuse me. Absolutely. And I, I'm going to play it because I think Chip Kelly had it. This is just off the top, right? 
Um, he was asked a random question. Clearly, he's thought about it. He makes some jokes in there about it. But get some heads like this in a room, and you'll solve you'll solve a lot of issues. What is the the biggest issue that you might have right now, whether it be realignment, NIL, transfer portal, and what would your your plan maybe be to to try to solve it? I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. And I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they're saying, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five, and we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about this. <laughs> Not that I've lot of spent time on this. But I think if you went together collectively as a group, and so there's 132 teams, and we all share in the same we all share the same TV contract, so that the Mountain West doesn't have one, and the Sun Belt doesn't have another, and SEC has one, and they have another. That we all go together. That's a lot of games, and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five. You can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You do a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done. That money now needs to be shared with the student-athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing, and the players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. Not that I've thought about it. <laughs> so good. So good. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's a simple, simple solution. And the what he said... <sighs> He, he, he said a point in there. We have to come together collectively. Yeah. Right. That's the biggest hurdle is that there's, it's currently just an arms race, right? All of, all, all of college and all of sports, right? It's all about the money and I get it. Right? Shocking money drives almost every decision in life. Right. Um, but if, if, if Georgia, Bama, you know, the, uh, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, USC, right? Like, if they're getting pressured from everybody else because they're like, look, we're, we're done with this. We, we get it's benefited you. Like, the current system is benefiting you, and you guys are all great, and more power to you. You're going to have nobody to play. Yeah. You know, we, we, we all have to, like, make a system that works for all of us. Uh, and, you know, without... You know, rising tide raises all boats, you know, and I hope they have the ability to do that. And the only way to do that, in my opinion, is to tear down what exists. They have to. And it, it, it I don't know when that happens. It never will. But I feel like the Big Ten SEC, like this movement of them trying to grow these conferences, that is the first step because they are currently – uh, once they're all, once all these teams are added, what are they going to be at? Forty teams, I believe so. You know, they just need sixteen more, right? And or excuse me, uh, twenty-four more. And 
you've got essentially what he called like the, the, the power fives. Well, I mean, there's 128 total division one schools, right? At bowl eligible schools. Right. So that, so it makes it for a perfect split. And actually I don't think, I think actually it's like 133 now, but all the teams that are jumping, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just saw James Madison jump up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think relegation plays a fun spot in that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like it, it, I, I mean, I, you, I'm sure you never will have it because the original, but that's fine. That's it's okay to say, Hey, these are going to be the 64 that we're going to take. These are going to be the 64. We're going to play them. We're going to split them up into mm-hmm. divisions, you know, four 16 team division, just like he said, yeah. North, South, East, West, simple. Right. And it, it, instead of D one, right. Like now all of a sudden you got, you know, I come up with a new name, right? Like the premier league and then the champions yeah. league and that, you know, and you just have these different leagues and that's where you're at. Uh, and they all are going to have their own TV contracts with a playoff and all that stuff. And it's going to be exciting and they're going to make money and you can pay the players. And, you know, if you're a premier league player, you're making one fifty. If you're a champions league player, you're making 50. Right. right? And if you're a, you know, national league player you're making 10 right okay right like that's fine you know like the the tv contracts are going to be out there um i would god i would love for that to occur because i do think that would solve just an absolute ton of issues um relating to transfer portal all this realignment bullshit and losing the rivalries that made college football great because I, what you're getting now with all these players, like moving around so much, I used to love college basketball. Yeah. Loved it because you had guys for three or four years. Right. Now you get them for one and you don't really fucking know anybody on the team. And look like we've all got a shit going on in our lives. Like I, I can only have so many irons in the fire like to pay attention to. And when there's not some consistency, you start to lose some of the, the love and like appeal of it. Right. And then it's no longer commitments. You're signing contracts to go play at a school and they're committing to you for X amount of years. Right. Right. Maybe it's not four, maybe it's two, right? Like you got a two year deal to go to Minnesota. Right. And you got to renew it at two years. And so we got to keep you for one. Right. Slash you got to earn the additional two years. Right. And that's fine. You know, it's fine with me. (laughs) Right. Something along those lines. I don't know, man, but there's other solutions than what we're currently dealing with and the gradual erosion of the sport that we yes. like we fucking love right like so many people love 100 brother mm. it's wild and we're in a wild spot yeah super super uh, wild all right well in other news what else you want to talk about homeboy anything uh, 
Yeah, I have a. I know we've spent a lot of time on football recap here with not a lot of football going on. Crazy. <laughs> um, welcome to this is football podcast. Uh, Minnesota picked its new state flag. Saw that. Never been more disappointed. Correct. Um, some kid from Laverne apparently was the winner. He drew it. Good for him. Uh, so a big uh, try that in a small town crowd conspiracy. Have you seen it yet? Uh, I have not. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so I'm just going to throw it in about white people being the worst, right? Okay. Here's another great. We haven't done a white people are the worst segment in a long time. We have not. No. Um, apparently somewhere, some, the flag represents something close to, uh, Puntland state of Somalia flag. And so everybody's saying, because of all the Somalians moving to Minneapolis, they're pandering and they don't care about us anymore and try that in the small town. So it's just going around on Facebook and people are throwing all the mad face emojis um, comical man. Uh, like I said, the kid who won it, well, I think he's like 20 years old. He's from Laverne. Um, and then I saw the thing, I kind of liked it. Uh, it was the blue was the water, the white was the snow, and then the green was supposed to represent right prairies or whatever. Okay, the North star encompassed it, and then. The, the reason of the cut like that mm-hmm. is because most people quick draw Minnesota. You're like, yeah. So it almost looks like the state. Mm. So that's the reasoning behind the new flag. Do I like it? No, I think it's terrible. It looks too much like, uh, like Texas. Yeah. It's like a knockoff. It's a try to want to be Texas. Yeah. Right. There, there were other flags, right. That had kind of like, a river or a wave, right? That could be like a combo of like rivers, uh, the Mississippi ones too. Yeah. And and like the North star on it and and like just a bit more simple. And again, this just kind of, uh, looks like some other flags that I've seen and it's like, okay, you know, we had a chance to do something, you know, kind of very unique in Minnesotan, right? Like the, the Arizona state flag is perfectly Arizona. Right. right, and we had a chance to do something like that of our own. That is hilariously comical. That there are conspiracy theories out there now tying it to Somalia. Yeah, uh, classic, uh, classic white people being fired up for no reason. <laughs> yeah, for no reason, pulling some Karens. Uh, Oh my god, dude! What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, and I'm sure that has uh, nothing to do with like uh, that state senator, Ilan uh, Omar, or whatever her name was. That was like so. The first tweet I saw, not an account I follow, but I saw it on my page. The tweet got plenty of movement. Uh, Twenty three thousand likes, seventy seventy four thousand retweets. Um, <laughs> it's like this. This Twitter account's called End Wokeness, and then it's uh, Minnesota is the home to the largest Somalian population in the West. Representative Elon Omar is from Puntland. 
Minnesota just revealed their new flag. I'm sure it's just coincidence. Mm. Uh, I mean, here's the deal, Jeff. I, I did not serve our country, but I'm talking to a guy who did. Yeah. Uh, he kind of did it be so everybody could continue to enjoy the freedoms, right? Uh, freedom of religion uh, is a pretty big one that a lot of people like to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's just fucking insane sometimes, dude, how short-sighted people are, and it just really pisses me off. I understand that, yes, sometimes bad things happen when new people move into town. That it happens. But to fucking loop everybody together and just dive in on this conspiracy that Minnesota's just becoming Somalia West is yeah. fucking insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, I I really hate the groupthink. Yeah. Like concept. I might I don't agree with you. Whatever that is that you believe in that I don't, right? You think right. the Big Ten, yay. I think SEC, yay. I don't agree with you, but right. I don't, you know, that that's a hundred percent. You're right. Right. To, to believe that, uh, I, I am sometimes stunned though, that people are allowed to say things out loud. <laughs> right. Again, I, I, a right you, you protected for us. Yeah. You, 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 everybody has that right. Uh, we all fought for it. I don't believe in it. Uh, I don't believe what you're saying should be maybe Correct. spoken out loud, like think twice, uh, but you have that right. And I'm shocked at the amount of people who exercise that right so freely and so stupidly. Right. A, a lot of times, right. Without putting, you know, some thought into it and some context and maybe do a little bit of research instead of tying a flag that some, what was he? 20 years old, some 20 year old white kid in Laverne, Minnesota, Made, yeah, it has ties to Somalia somehow. Fucking idiots! You cannot like the flag. I don't like. I it. do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's uh, representative of what you stated, though. <laughs> Correct. Um, it's pretty something. Something else, man. It's, it's something else. Yeah, he's twenty-four. 24. Yeah. So he, uh, let's see, is he still living, Laverne? Trying to just skim the article real fast. Um, which also, did you, apparently, this is, I'm reading this article. The state flag commission said that the current flag is um, offensive to Native Americans. Did you know that? I mean, I, I guess technically everything is offensive to Native Americans. Yeah, I get it. I just sometimes I'm just like, boy. Um, yeah. Anyway. We can't please everybody. Right. So. I was trying to read, find his reasoning again. Oh, here, here we go. He was inspired by Minnesota's snow and winters, as well as beauty of nature and the importance of agriculture. Minnesota is also the origin of the Mississippi River and home of 10,000 lakes. The state's name is drawn from the Dakota language, which translates to a place of sky-tinted water. That, along with the state's motto, Star of the North, were all inspirations for his design. (laughs) I missed the part about 
Somalia, but I'm not a good reader. I don't read a lot. Um, I'm not strong reader. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read a whole lot of words. It's just another one of those things. I think classic. Yeah, I here's saw the guy. Here's the culprit. I saw a good alternative state flag. You just go with the blue state flag, and then you put the hams bear on it. That was a good one. Um, somebody, what was the one? I've got to find. I think that there's a Twitter account, Gopher Hole. They they post out like a bunch of news, and that's how I knew they picked a new one because they're like, here, fixed it. I think they just put like Goldie on it uh, over the star. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find it, but anyways, I just thought that was. I mean, we made a lot of fun of that song, oh, and yeah. then those people, and it just, it just, it just never stops, dude. It never stops. Nope. So, um, outrage, Ben. Outrage. I, yeah, sorry, I should be pissed. Uh, the other thing I had was on the list just real quick. Um, did you happen to see? Yeah, it was. They just put gold in it. Anyways, did you happen to see the NDSU basketball score last week? Oh. Holy shit. Yes. 118 to 114 or 118 to 14. Yes. Um, did you also happen to see the highlights that have came out of said game? I did. I did. It's incredible. It, it's something. This Oak Hill apparently has like 80 student athletes. Like the whole campus is student athletes. Yeah. I'm going to say the athlete term loosely because. As loose as I you think, can get. I think I'm hitting a top of the key three a little better. I mean, like, I don't think those guys played high school basketball. I also do not uh, believe that they've ever played competitively before. I think I think they BS hide NDSU. I, I that was my first when I saw the highlights. I was like, "Well, this is a Bishop Sycamore situation." Yeah, these guys created a fake college and somehow got a game against the Division One opponent, and it showed. Uh, yeah, I, honest to God. There are kids on Jack's team who had better skills than some of those guys that I've seen. It was terrible. It was it was Benny Hill esque, right? Like watching them shoot and run around and dribble the ball off their legs. Like holy fuck. Yeah, it was not good. Not uh, good at all. At all. Not so apparently Oak Hill Christian College, which is apparently in Minnesota. I've never heard of it. Um, I'm looking it up as we speak. Not the best time to be figuring this thing out, but um, Oak Hill Christian College. Yep. Private college. I mean, it, it's all real. Uh, unbelievably, it's fucking real. It's in Bemidji. Uh, they got a .edu website and everything. Man, it's a Minnesota school. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> um, athletics. They have baseball, cross country, soccer. 
And then in women's, they have, or excuse me, basketball, cross country, and soccer. Then they have, those are men's sports. Women's, they have basketball, cross country, and volleyball. It sounds like they should probably try basketball. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sounds like they should have a disc golf team, a hacky sack squad. Yeah. Maybe a spike ball gang, you know, maybe stick to club sports, right? Like get into pickleball. Yeah. You know, some of these alternative, like I bet they get a good bag team going. So uh, one of the highlights I saw was number one at the top of the key, like not even airballing, like under shooting a three by probably 10, 15 feet. Did you see that? Did you see that in the highlight tape? Yeah, coffee. His name yeah, is Coffee. Manual, manual coffee. Um, here's here's the best part about looking up. Going to school for sports management. Great. Went to a sweet high school, Marlboro High School. Ooh. You think I'd be really cool if they were the Reds? Oh yeah. That'd Marlboro Reds. That would be an all-time high school mascot. Um Interesting flex for a college to ask and put on your bio favorite professional athlete. His is Russell Westbrook and AJ Griffin. I don't know who AJ Griffin is. No clue. Um, Just odd that they would say, Hey, we need something for your bio. Why don't we put on your favorite professional athlete? That's just a weird thing for college athletics. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, let's double down. What's your favorite food? He loves chicken Alfredo. So I respect that. He's a senior. Um, unfortunately, he's living in infamy. Uh, yeah. They're wishing those highlights didn't come out. The tallest guy on their college basketball team is 6'6, six, six, freshman, Andrew Levin. His his favorite uh, his favorite professional athlete is uh, Giannis, and uh, his favorite food is pizza. And he looks like his favorite food's pizza. And that's, I my favorite food's pizza. So I'm <laughs> I I know what the description of someone with the favorite food of pizza looks like. Right? Speak I speak the language of the favorite food pizza. Uh, also, big supposed to be Christian college, so they have your favorite Bible verse on there. I don't think Andrew knows a whole lot. He just went with the classic John three sixteen. So. Shout out, yeah, uh, John three sixteen. That's my favorite. So, uh, they have one, two, three, four, five kids on their team from Minnesota. Mm. There's somebody there, Nash Cheney. Um, he's from Wakuki. Hawaii. It's a big recruit for them. It's huge get. <laughs> huge get for Oak Hill. Huge uh, get. He's big Lonzo Ball and Steak fam. So <laughs> right on. Yeah. Phil three fourteen. You know who else favorite Bible verse? It's Phil three fourteen. Yeah. He's related. Justin John Jones, Patrick Heinrich. Johnny Bones. Um, it's just great, dude. Looking at this website, looking at these kids. I feel bad because they're kids. Um, 
Just yep. tough. Tough look, man. Uh, tough. I've never heard of this school until, I mean, a week ago. Yep. Their D3 school. Oof. So how they scheduled, especially, it's, I mean, like, we're already into, like, conference play. Like, like, are we not? I mean, is no, Minnesota? Not yet. Not okay. Yet. But this seems like it should be one of, like, because they play exhibition games that don't count, right? Like yeah. scrimmage. They do, but that's that. There's clearly no regulation on what it takes to be D three, right? Because I've seen, you know, Gustavus, St. Thomas, like those guys play. Like, like they had basketball players, right? Guys who could dribble, shoot, dunk, all the things that is required. Uh, play defense rebound right that's required to play basketball uh these guys just had uniforms um hardly that actually they got <laughs> pretty sweet nike jays um here's all i'm saying i got a little bit of eligibility left maybe you i'm gonna tell you right now i my biggest fear in life is blowing an achilles sure but you give me six months I haven't shot a basketball in I don't know how long. I don't think you need to, Ben. You just go down there, you clear the blocks, and you rebound. I'm just saying, don't let me get hot from range. Fair right? enough. Fair. That's always the thing. Yep. Um, That's fair. Bethel ball, if you listen, if you listen to this, you know what Bethel ball is. Do you ever play any Bethel ball, Jeff? Never heard of it. Oh, you didn't? Okay, it used to be above Bethel Church. They had the little basketball court up top. Okay. So we had adults, um, and then I stayed in Fairmont and I kept playing that. And that was uh, one of my last Bethel ball games pre-COVID. Uh, five straight threes against uh, Andy Trado and some other teachers. They were pissed. And then Trado lost his mind. He's like, is anybody going to cover him? Because we <laughs> came down and I just was raining three. Boom, boom, boom. Five straight trips down the court. Rain. Yeah, they put my jersey in the banner at half. I mean, they had to. Never seen a performance quite like it. Probably lost that game 87 to, tw- I mean, I had 15, so we at least scored probably 30. Um, yeah. I was not on very good basketball team. So just, you know, stay in shape, run a little bit, have yep. some fun. Um, I would take most of the basketball teams to beat these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that based on what I saw. Right. If you could make a shot, you had a shot. That's just it. Like, why aren't they scout? Like, Christ, go to the state tournament. I mean, there's going to be some kids that's like, ah, I don't know if I want to, you know, nobody's really talking to me about basketball. You ever heard of Oak Hill? Got a Christian community D3 scholarship. Here's, college. here's the thing. Uh, we grew up in Minnesota. Right. For the most part. Uh, I'd never heard of Oak Hill. No. So no. I can't imagine anyone being like, that's where I want to go to college. <laughs> no, I'm sure not. Is in Bemidji, though, a nice spot. Maybe people like the North. I mean, sure. Why wouldn't you go to Bemidji State? That's fair. Uh, maybe you want to play basketball, though. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, there is. Guys, that's when mom like, and dad step in and they say, look, son, uh, it's just not your thing. Okay. Right. Like you're not that. This is not going to be a thing for you. Uh, I love it. Like some tough love. 
right? It's okay to kind of tell them, hey, we got to adjust our dreams here. That's all. Uh, That's all I'm saying. You're going to be more shocked to learn that this team's won two games this year. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Holy shit. I, um, who have they beat? They beat Sisseton Wapiton College twice. That's a tough look. Once in Sisseton, South Dakota, and once in Bemidji. Um, at home, they beat them by two, 90 to 88. These motherfuckers put up 90 points. Wow. On the road, they beat them 75 to 74. That's a tough look for old Sisseton Wapiton. Um, here's the deal. They've been really close to that score a couple times. They played Bemidji State, crosstown rivals, as some would say. Yeah. Uh, they lost 31 to 112. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they hit the dusty trail and headed out to Old Valley City, North Dakota. Played the Valley City State Vikings. Not an NAI powerhouse by any means. They lost one thirteen to fifty. God damn! Losing by sixty three points. Yeah, like, uh, hang it up, boys. They stayed out in North Dakota. They played Dickinson State. Looks like maybe a little tournament. A couple days in a row here. Ooh. They played Dickinson State in Dickinson, lost 100 to 28. Fuck. Then they turned it back around the next night. They had the Valley City Vikings back on their schedule looking for redemption. Both teams said, You thought we did worse? We'll up you. Valley City said, We'll up that. They lost 131 to 39. Good Lord. I mean, these boys are getting their asses kicked. <laughs> I mean, respect to them for still showing up. Holy There's cow. losing, and then there is Oak Hill Christian College basketball losing. Yeah. Yeah, that's redefining what it means to compete. I mean, after some of those losses when they played Siston and Siston, I'm guessing that was a buzzer beater, 75 to 74. Ooh. Them boys had have acted like they just won the NBA championship. Hell, don't yeah. You think? Hell yeah. And coach got into the locker room. He's like, I told you, we stay together. We're a good team. That's a really good team we just beat. I'm I'm half tempted to look up Sisseton College's scores. Maybe because if they're losing twice to a team like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that should be so next week. Next week we highlight Sisseton Wapiton. And if okay, they beat fine. anybody <laughs> then the, the next week, week we highlight them. <laughs> and we're gonna have to find some tape of Sisseton Wapiton. That's really the, yeah, that's crazy. That's the new that's the new rule. Like half these schools I've never heard of that we are going to find the worst college basketball team. In the country through process of elimination here. Find out next week. Um, they're off on a break right now. I'll be interested to say we sh- we can watch live January 5th. That'll be my first time back on vids. Oh, That's the next time I'm playing. <laughs> they play at 7 o'clock at night. It's a nice little primer. I'm just telling you, they're playing Kansas Christian College 
in Kansas City. That's a long trip for for those boys. There will be tens of fans in attendance, maybe. Tens. There will be fans. Tens. Some moms and dads, maybe a girlfriend or two. Or a boyfriend. No, I don't know. Guys don't have girlfriends. There's no way. There's yeah. no way they have a significant other of any kind. Who's supporting that? I wouldn't. Yeah. Right. Nobody That's with a conscience. Yeah. In other lighthearted news, according to the Daily Mail, an 88-year-old man shocked medical staff after they discovered a World War I-era bomb lodged up his rectum, prompting an evacuation of a hospital with employees stating they'd never seen anything like it, Ben. I can't imagine they have. No. And Jeff, I got to tell you, sometimes olds, you know, sometimes olds Mm -hmm. just, they shock me. You know, like sometimes you see some stuff, like today there was a, we went and got the mail, and there was an old gentleman, I'm assuming he was with his, maybe visiting his granddaughter gal that lives here. Uh, he was just sitting on the ground right outside the mailroom. Hmm. And I didn't like, I kind of was like, yeah, clearly something happened here, you know? So we went in, got the mail. He's like, sorry, I'm in the way. And I'm like, Nope, you're fine. I didn't, you know, didn't think anything of it really. And then we walked out and then I'm like, do y'all need help? Like, and then he's like, you could hear sirens. He's like, Nope, my help's on the way. I'm like, damn, dude, I don't want to be like that. You know, like I can't get off the ground here. Then I need the firefighters to come pick me up. And that's just tough. That's just life, right? That's like tough. that's part of it. But then you hear a guy shoving up a warhead up his ass. Yeah. A 35 millimeter looked like a tank round or a mortar. I mean, the picture they showed, I mean, that's putting a hole in an elephant. <laughs> yes. It is. I'm just saying. It's that big of a well, and for context, it was so big and so far up his poop chute. All right. They had to cut him open via the stomach to retrieve it. They couldn't you can't pull that thing out. What the fuck's going on here? And think? it was live. So there's a bomb squad in there as a surgeon is dissecting his intestines to get out a live warhead. How's that get up there, man? Like what I'm saying, dude, I don't know. How, would, how did you fall on that? <laughs> I mean, Thanksgiving. He didn't fall on it. I'm aware he didn't fall on it. It's a joke. Uh, like, imagine Christmas. What you been up to, Grandpa? Oh, I don't know if y'all were reading the Twitters, <laughs> but I shoved a warhead up my ass. Just doing some experimenting, and uh, fucking kids want to come and see me, so I had to get out of here some way. Holy shit! So I shoved a live warhead up my ass. The best That's is insane. the best is he said he had no idea it was live. Like, that would have made a difference. Like, if you're that into shoving things up your rectum, I don't think you care if it's a live uh, munition round. I think you're just yeah. you're just out there having fun. And right. maybe let's see what that feels like if it goes off. 
I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not into the. I, You're not into anal play. Only. No, mine's exit only. Right. <laughs> right. Um, that's how I roll. I don't. That's whatever you like. You like. I get 2023. 20, but there's things made. It's 2023. 20, right. Actually, one of the big when I was selling packaging, one of the bigger accounts I ever called on. It's called Red Dragon. I was really hoping to land their business. They made things for you to shove safely in mm. said places. Yes. Like adult, adult toys, toys if, if you will. Yeah. Okay. I will. So how how do you think one progresses to a live warhead? I mean, I get. Let's just okay. He didn't know it was live. That's that's yeah. on me. He didn't know he was risking <laughs> life and limb. Uh, but how do you progress from things designed? To safely go in and out of said yeah. area. Yeah. To say, you know what? I think I can fit a 13 inch MacBook up there. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm, I'm just, just, I'm looking around my desk and thinking, like, how does somebody, like, I could get that iPad up. That's no problem. <laughs> you know, push come to shove, and it probably will have to be a shove. Big shove. I think that'll go. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Let's try it. I ain't got nothing to do. Nobody's home. What concerns me... Well, there's a lot that concerns me. One of the things that uh, really stuck with me is... And does it, like... Does your does your rectum just get like super loose when you get older? And so like that's why you wear diapers because like poop just falls out, right? I and don't so, think everybody, but I think a pro connoisseur and shoving <laughs> yeah. things up his probably does, right? So maybe like because when I saw I've like when you look at that round, like physically, even like forcibly, I don't know how, right? Like I don't know how, right? Like I don't know how a MacBook. Would yeah. work right, but he he may he succeeded in his test. I don't know what he's doing, right? Like he succeeded, and that is yeah. shocking. Shocking. It's something, Jeff. It is something. It is something. It's something. Thank you for your service, though, sir. Yeah. I'm just assuming. I guess I shouldn't assume that either, but I'm. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are, I just. Yeah, I don't think, the, yeah, like those type of war, uh, munitions aren't just laying around. Right. I'm just assuming he, so. Yeah, he took one back. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for, that's the freedom that you, those are the things that I talked about you guys fought yeah. to protect, you yep. know? Hey. Freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom to shove whatever you want. Up your, up your rear end. Yeah. Yep. That's insane, Jeff. That is. It is. Oh, my God. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. Well, I got one thing. I got one more. There's a couple of things, but I'm gonna, we're going to end with this last one because you mentioned okay. it on Friday night. Yeah. All right. And it was a little, like, taken aback. You watched Elf for the first time. Yeah. In its entirety. Correct. Uh, do you have a review? 
Yeah, it was okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, Dawn asked me as well. She fell asleep. Um, so, yeah, it was just okay. I mean, maybe if I would have watched it as a kid, it, I don't know why I didn't. Um, because I love Will Ferrell. I just don't think I've never really been big on the Christmas movies, like in general. Mm. I enjoy Christmas time. Love giving to other people. Yeah. Giving back around this time of year always makes me happy and full in life. And I love the joy that Christmas brings. But I've never been a big, like, Christmas movie person. And I think it's probably just because that wasn't how my family operated. I know I sure. know that my sisters and them, but we just never did that. And I think it partially you know, growing up in a split house. So I had Christmas Eve one place and then Christmas the other. Like, we played sequence at the Sims yeah. and then we play cards at my grandma's Right. Like, so it just, those things are, but yeah, I just never have. Mm-hmm. And the first Christmas I had out here, um, the first year I lived out here, I was just Tom, Ty and I, nobody, we, none of us went home or none of us, whatever. But, um, we, I made Ton watch home alone for the first time. And I was shocked. She'd never seen those. Wow. And she loves Elf. She loves it. Okay, good. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, there were some chuckles in there, and I, yeah, I just, I don't know how I never really saw it or wanted to, but I really think it's just the fact that it's a Christmas movie thing. Sure. To be honest. So. Yeah, it's not like I'm out here watching it in July. Right, but people are. Well, they need help. Uh, yeah. Well, interesting. Would you? odd because like Santa Claus the Tim Allen movie like seeing that a million times obviously have a mm-hmm. memory connected to that that I shared on Thanksgiving but um, yeah I just I don't know it was yeah it was okay uh, you know I don't know it was oh. okay I've never disagreed with you more it's better than That's okay fine. it's probably my favorite uh, Christmas movie we so. just watched uh, Chicken Run also, before bed. Okay. So, I've seen that before. I remember seeing that as a child. I think that's that it came out in 1997. Yeah. Uh, funny Mel Gibson. I forgot that he was in that as a voice. I guess I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Anywho, they, the reason we watched it is because we were just scrolling through Netflix and it said like a new to Netflix. And I think either this last Friday or this coming Friday, uh, a new chicken run movie came out mm. only on Netflix. It's called chicken run, the rise of the chicken nugget or something. So, okay. And I was like, damn chicken run. We haven't seen, I've seen that since a child as a child. Sure. Pretty good claymation. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's something, man. Any others that you think I should have to see? Maybe I'm sure I have. Christmas movies? Yeah. Oh shit. Well, if you don't like if you didn't like Elf, you're not gonna like any of the other other ones. Right. In my opinion, right? Like I just think Elf is probably the best newer like Christmas movies that like really just kind of like encapsulates like innocence and uh, they inject some funny humor. It's not crude, right? It's good for all ages. Like even adults chuck, 
can chuckle at it, you know, with the awkwardness of him coming into the real world, right, and having right. to adapt and all the stupid shit he does. And it's got the sweet, likeness to it and all that stuff. So yeah, like if you if if that like doesn't like make you go, yeah, that's a good Christmas movie. I'm not, and I'm not. It's clearly not his best movie. Um, right. Then yeah, you wouldn't like any that I would even remotely suggest. Four Christmases is probably my favorite. Okay, and that one's a little like darker humor. It's right. way more it's adult. Just funny. Yeah, that's prime Vince Vaughn too. Yep, he's kind of the top of the comedy world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good one. But yeah, I mean, like Home Alone, those are always good. Yeah. I've seen them, you know, like that's up there as a kid movie. Yep. Uh, the Grinch, the the one who is that? Jim um, Carrey. Yeah, that one. That's good. Yeah. Right? Like I've seen those. Um, Christmas Vacation's all right. Again, what? that's older. That's older than I am, right? Like, I don't think that's not my favorite. Like Vegas Vacation's my favorite one of all of them. That's the worst like, one. That's what everybody says, but see, everybody's different. So that that's the one that I like the most. Yeah, I, I don't know. Why. So you're crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're nuts. Yeah, you're nuts. I gotta crawl in that brain one day and just get 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 to know it better. It yeah, you'd be surprised. Time. Yeah, spend some time in there swimming around. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Christmas vacation is definitely my number one, and definitely not like for kids. Right. You know. Uh, that's probably why I like it because it was like the first adult one. Uh, right. I was like, oh, okay, all right, this is adult humor and all that good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I heard you mention that. I was just like, that's shocking. I thought, yeah, you I think like, everybody was pretty shocked. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah, so I'm glad Tom likes it. So, yeah, can't go back. Uh, wish I wish I go back to childhood, watch Elf. I will say when you have kids, if and when you have kids, uh, it'll be up there because the rest of them are, are terrible. Are not as good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you'll appreciate yeah, looking forward to a fucking Paw Patrol Christmas. Yeah. Well, I've watched that and all the shit that. Yeah. 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 So, so I feel you. I feel you. I'm sure I'll have a greater appreciation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. Like they watch so much junk. Uh, all the year, right? So, like, when it's Christmas, like, after Thanksgiving, it's, you know, like, after dinner, we usually, hey, let's watch a Christmas movie, right? And sometimes that well runs dry, and you're like, holy shit, we are scraping the bottom of the barrel watching some awful stuff. Y'all watch the classics, like, uh, like, the original Rudolph or, like, Jack Frost or any of those? Yeah, we've seen those. We've seen those. Yeah. And like and again, those are good. And that's what like Elf was modeled after. It's like that right. stuff. Yeah. Right. Um watch uh how movies were made on Netflix. How movies were made? Yeah, it's like a thirty minute episode and it talks about like how they made that movie and the story behind it. You Elf? it's it's crazy. How they made Elf? Yeah. And like getting right like they almost couldn't make it because like they didn't get some approvals on some shit that they had like based the entire movie watch it and they, there's like die hard uh home alone there's a there's yeah. it, it's it's like a behind the music but of movies that's you, cool you'll dig it you'll dig it that's a good little series i, I like that yeah. series i wish they did more i'm in on that yeah 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 all right <clears throat> good stuff 
All right, man. Let's wrap this up. I got some other stuff. We can save it for another week. Yeah, we'll we'll be back. Um, yeah. Next time you'll hear from us, be Jesus' birthday. Shout out. Well, we got our Thursday. Friday. That's true. Yeah, we got Friday partly, but the full the full shebang. Yes, sir. Crazy, dude. We're it coming is. up on a year yeah, of B2E. Week. Oh, I know. That's nuts. It's nuts. Nuts, brother. Good Insane, for us. dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, thank you so much, everybody, coming along with us. Uh, please continue to engage however you do. Twitter, Instagram, whatever, right? I know the socials have been uh, a little slow, uh, but we're going to do better. Promise. Yes, we will. All right. Uh, you know the deal, fam. Uh, spread the BTE love. Uh, help us blow this thing up, please. All right. Uh, we'll catch you all Friday with our regular little D-Gen pod sesh and uh, update you on scheduling for Christmas, New Year's, whatever, whether we drop on that day or the next, whatever. Right? We'll see. Um, but, yeah, be easy, fam. Ben, do your thing, brother. Appreciate y'all. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do, get back to you. Just like my privacy It ain't nothing wrong If you choosing not to ride with me I got a sidekick You know how Batman Robin be Oh, Bonnie and Clyde My feelings is down to ride me. I just say the word The dog is jumping the fence I ain't say a word The shorty say give me this Oh, that was your girl She screaming my government 